You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Donrekla. If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and do I have a treat for you. You all are really in for it today. As you know, I love what I do. I love my show. I love my guests. I love all of that, and today is particularly delightful. Um, when, when I actually give her an opportunity to speak to you, you're going to feel it. You're going to know it. Like she, This woman is just amazing in, how, in her approach to life, her zest. For, for, for the passion of life, for, for the color, for the flavor, for the, the tastes and the smells, j- just the richness that life has to offer us. Everything from, from her voice to her countenance exudes that. And, and she's chosen to share that in really remarkable, vulnerable, transparent ways in her book, Stripped Down, How Burlesque Led Me Home. Ah, you can just get a feel for it, right? You know what's about to happen on this episode. So strap yourselves in, folks. Take a deep breath. Get comfortable because we're going to talk with Anna Brooke today about all means all. Anna, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Tonya. It's such a pleasure to be here. Oh, well, we are so excited to have you here. Now, now I, I, I introduced you as Anna, but really, right, you have a different name, but we're, we're not going to tell anyone that just yet. We're going to wait because <laughs> we're going to, I'm just going to tease them with that. We're going to first jump it. right in and ask, what are your superpowers? Uh, I think number one uh, is empathy. It's the the act of something I have had my whole life, um, well, as an empath, which I did not know what that was until I was sort of in my 20s, but the innate ability to feel the, to feel room, to feel what other people are feeling. Um, but then within that you know, really holding a space of love and compassion for people as they are negotiating whatever it is that is up for them in that moment. So I think I'm, I'm going to say that's number one. Um, mm. Number two, uh, I'm just thinking about what folks have told me throughout my life. I'm just, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say kindness. Um, that's something mm. that really matters a lot to me. Uh, and I'm pretty consistently told that uh, my kindness is, um, well, I'm just going to say it, remarkable. Uh, and mm. I, that's something that's just, it's part of who I am. It's, it's part of me ever since the word go. Um, so that's, that, that, that'll be backing up right behind empathy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, fantastic. I, and, and, I, and I totally agree with that concept in the sense of the, um, you know, you, you, you're just so beautiful and you're like, the kindness, it, it matters to me. Like it's, 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 it's mm. what's funny is like, that shouldn't be an odd thing to say. And, and it right. feels like it, there's so much like oomph behind it when you speak it and, and, and just, just to get to the place where you can say, wait, that does matter. You know, mm-hmm. I do want people to just be nice to me. That's something uh, Jennifer Eurezio, you know, you, you know her as well, our host of mm-hmm. Superpowers mm-hmm. of the Soul. She and I were having a conversation one day and we kind of, we kind of share that space of the, like, why can't people just be nice? Like, like what's going on here? You know? <laughs> and, and I think, I don't know if everybody has it, but I for sure have this like little kid inside of me that's like, I don't, why do people want to be mean? Like, it just hurts my yeah. heart. Like, I just don't understand. It. And the more... I've gotten in touch with that piece of me. 
the more confidence I, I have in just saying, yeah, I, it just doesn't feel good. Like, can, mm-hmm. can we do this differently, mm-hmm. please now? And, and I yeah. love that, that we're talking about this through this lens of burlesque and, 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 in stripping, right. And, and removing mm-hmm. the layers. And, and I mean, we could dive into that metaphor for eons. Um, and we're talking about it today within the consta- context of, of all means all. And, and when you and I really connected in about this episode, it was so obvious that there's just this like, you know, where the rubber hits the road, like, like this, this mm-hmm. all or nothing, this I've described it as as playing 100% all in and staying 100% detached simultaneously, right? It's like Mm -hmm. this magical space of like no holds barred, but, but we don't necessarily come to that, uh, you know, willingly always. Mm -hmm, (laughs) And mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. I can suspect that you had quite the walk with that um, coming into it. I want to dive into that when we come back from the break, but before we cut to the break, because I know that was a whole lot of whatnot, I just circled around. Um, Quickly, can you let people know a little bit about just just maybe two or three words of what you experienced launching a book like Stripped Down? It is vulnerable and thrilling. Um, mm. You know, Stripped Down, I have been saying in all of my promotions so far, this is the most naked I have ever been or felt in my life. Mm-hmm. I love and, it. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we're going to we're going to dive deeply into that. That's a great sound bite. Where can people go to find out more about you? They can visit me at my website which is legsmalone.com. <laughs> Yes. More on yes. that later. <laughs> More on that later, folks. It would not be about burlesque if we didn't tease you before the break. Uh, well, very cool. Folks, if you enjoy listening to us, please tell a friend. We know you are sharing and we absolutely appreciate it. Going over that 1.5 million downloads a month mark was pretty pretty awesome. And so we, we know that you're there and listening and you're loyal. And we appreciate you for that. Stay with us, folks. When we come back, we're going to continue on this conversation of all means all with Anna Brooke. Don't miss it. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to Disrupt Reality. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, and we're on the Superpower Up Network. We're talking today about all means all with Anna Brooke, author extraordinaire of Stripped Down. Anna, before the break, two mm-hmm. things happened that were really pivotal. One, we teased your stage name, so we're going to talk about <laughs> that. And then, and, and kind of what, how did, what was this walk like? How, how did you end up in burlesque to begin with and and then even transitioning into that and then transitioning beyond it you know Mm. beyond the burlesque right maybe that's Mm. the follow-up book 
You heard it here first, folks. Um, how <laughs> did you get there? Like, what was that like for you? Um, it was, I have to say, so the way I got into burlesque, which if folks don't know what that is, it is the art of the striptease. Uh, and it is, you know, we call it stripping, but it's not, it's not what the kind of stripping you would find in a strip club. Burlesque is by design, uh, a very theatrical, uh, expression. It is, you know, the, the performer does not get completely naked, um, because that's against the law in most states. So, uh, you know, we stay legally covered, um, in as small an amount of material as possible, but I, you know, I wanted to just be clear about what it is to start, but really I found my way into burlesque by pure divine providence. Uh, I had grown up basically feeling like I was only as good as what my body looked like. And I am somebody, I'm, you know, very fortunate to be tall. Um, you know, I have a slender build um, and, you know, it's commercially very viable, I'm going to say. And so growing up and especially when I, you know, got into adolescence, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> My body is commercially viable. Yes. <laughs> it's just, like it. starting to think about stuff in, in terms of consumption because that's, you know, the, the, yep, the concept of what, right? Completely, completely. <laughs> and, you know, growing up, I started, I had been shown and not necessarily outright taught, but very much shown that. I was only as valuable as how good I looked or how, you know, however I was presenting myself or what value I brought to the conversation. Uh, and I remember, you know, very vividly growing up, uh, you know, when dads and, you know, the dads and moms that I knew, you know, suddenly the mom wouldn't be around anymore and there would be a much younger girlfriend present. And I could not understand for the life of me how that was happening, but there seemed to be this sort of unconscious uh, discussion of like, oh, well, you know, she kind of got old and fat. And I was like, but, but, but what are you talking about? She was an exceptional woman and I loved her. I, where did she go? This happened to quite a few moms mm. of friends growing up and I couldn't make sense of that, but I very much took that in, you know, that sort of tribal, mm -hmm. like looking around being like, okay, I need to get all of my cues from the community I'm in. And that's, those are the cues I got. So fast forward to when I was uh, living in London, um, I went to graduate school there and I was working for, my background is in art history. I have two degrees in it and I had gone there to get my degree in contemporary art and I was miserable. I was, I had like on paper, I had ticked every single box that I had wanted to do. I had gotten my master's degree. I had gotten a really amazing job. I was at the center of the art world before the recession. I mean, it was a very sexy place to be and, you know, going to all the auctions and going to all the parties and it was amazing. And part of me was like, oh, wow, this is so cool. But deep down inside, I knew that something wasn't right as something my heart was not included in this like it was all these like hits of like excitement but nothing stayed i would go to bed at night or you know go through these periods of time just feeling lost and sort of adrift and i couldn't understand it because i had achieved everything i'd wanted to achieve like i said it looked great on paper and so when i was writing friends oh i got my master's degree oh i'm working for this company but people like oh my god you're clearly doing great when in reality I wasn't on a level. I just, I was not as happy as I could be. And long story short, I ended up having to come home from London 
because uh, my visa was up. And so I was working here and I just knew something was really wrong and I needed to get back in touch with me. And so I went to a weekend retreat with an amazing intuitive uh, and the, the theme of the workshop was trust your vibes. And it was all about getting in touch with your sixth sense. And by the, the very last day of the retreat, uh, we, she was leading us through a guided meditation and she asked us, what, ask yourself, ask your intuition, what would bring you the greatest joy as a career? And by this point, I was wide open. And so I asked the question and I physically heard in my ear a voice say burlesque dancer. Now, I have never had that happen. I had never had that happen before, and I have not had that happen since. And it was like a bolt of lightning hit me. And I, I mean, my hair stood on end. I opened my eyes. I'm pretty sure I probably lost all the color in my face, even though I didn't have a mirror in front of me. Uh, and nobody was around me. I mean, we were, everybody was in deep meditation. And when I came out of it, I was like, what on earth is a burlesque dancer? Like, what? And so I, if the retreat completed, I went home and I hopped online. <laughs> <laughs> I Googled it and who boy did I get an eyeful? And I was like, I'm sorry, higher power. You want me to do what? What? Because, because you know, and the, another important thread of this too is that I had had an eating disorder for many years growing up. And, you know, anorexia, which is the path that I had chosen, uh, is very much rooted, as I later found out, in a belief that God is not on my side, that I mm -hmm. have to do this alone that it is up to me to control my life. And if my life is out of control, then at least I can control what's coming into my body. And there was such a deep commitment to deprivation at that time. And this, you know, it, happened, it started in high school and it continued all the way up through my 20s until I finally, you know, very fortunately um, was able to recover from it. But it was I never went into a hospital. I was way too proud for that. And I hid it from my family. And bit by bit, though, it was like, something's not right here. Something's not right here. And I just started to surrender to that truth. And so when I was called into burlesque, that was really the nail in the coffin of that past me. So it was like, oh, wait, hold up. You want me to celebrate my body? You want me to be in a sequined, you know, bikini, like go-going on stage? Are you nuts? And no, of course not. But it was just one of those things where I was like, okay, well, clearly if this is what I'm receiving, this is something I am going to discover. And before I knew it, I was staying up till two in the morning, just Googling every possible history of burlesque. I ordered all the books off of Amazon. I went totally headfirst into it. And at this time, my, my whole life in London was dissolving. You know, fast forward, I never got, I was applying for my work visa. I never got it. I got um, we got rejected three times. And I was finally like, you know what? The universe wants me to do other things. And I ended up moving home back to my hometown of New York City. And I was miserable. I thought I had failed. But in reality, my life was just beginning because that's when I started go doing burlesque. And I mean, I'd started in London um, and I'd actually won an amateur competition the night before I had to move home. It was just like the kismet and the alignment of everything. Looking back on it, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, And I look back and I was like, wow, I was being held and I was being led and I was being guided. But, you know, mm. I was flipping out at the time, you know, 29-year-old me, height of my Saturn return, you know, focusing on everything that was leaving, everything that I was trying to desperately hold on to that was just evaporating before my eyes. But the universe had my back. 
that was absolutely preparing me for what came next. And that was 14 years ago. So beautiful. Well, what a journey. And I, you know, I honor your courage and I know that Thank you. You know, it's it, it takes a lot to to kind of find yourself in spaces that seem completely contradictory. I love I love so much of your story. I know our listeners have heard very similar from our other guests from me, mm-hmm. and, and it is kind of the check the boxes, like the and then you, you you find yourself plunged into worlds like you know counterintelligent reading tarot cards. Like it makes zero yeah. sense, right? And so yeah. here you're the height of the art world and now you're gonna you know do burlesque dancing and it's like how do you reconcile those things if you don't have some sort of confidence or faith in a higher power i don't i don't know honestly like i really don't know how to help people but people come to us all the time and they're like yeah i don't really believe i'm an atheist you know and, but i want to i want this transformation i'm like i we can't help you <laughs> like, <are> we really- <laughs> yeah i don't know maybe mm-hmm. some people can help you we cannot like i everything mm-hmm. in my existence and, and in what we've seen collectively is exactly that. And so I love that you give voice to that. And it's so weird, right? Like God wanted you to get naked, like, huh? Yeah, like, and totally. folks, it's so important. You know, when we felt led to Burning Man with our daughter, you know, who was mm. seven at the time or whatever, we had to, we had to face those things of like, you're going to do what? And it's like, I know it sounds weird, but I'm pretty sure we're supposed to go there. I was like, God would not want you a burning man. You know, God's not at burning man. And we're like, what are you talking about? Like, uh, first of all, God's everywhere. And secondly, like for sure at burning man. So it's like, you know, how do you, um, well, I could take that in so many different directions. Okay. We're going to table that. This is no, keep it clean, keep it clean, keep it clean. <laughs> Neva does my promo videos and she's every time I have an explicit show, she's like, mom. And I'm like, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so wrong on so many levels. Anyway, back, back to you. We're talking about Anna. The, um, <laughs> what I love so much about this story is, is the, um, the way that we can depict like what it looks like to step so incredibly intimately into yourself. Right. And, and, and that's really what the story represents is not not what it does for the people, not not being on display, not any of that stuff. For sure, those are components And it. You know, you, when you were talking about the, the, the worth and the assets that we carry, it struck me that that's how the divine sees us. Like, mm-hmm. like these are all on purpose, folks. Like every mm-hmm. asset that you have, every idiosyncrasy, every weird mark on your body is on purpose. Either we believe in the divine design or we do not. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know how you have asked that truthfully. And so you've got to, you know, really look at the symbolic representation of being so incredibly vulnerable in a way that of course like pierced to your very core right it hit all of those buttons mm-hmm. and what you get to emerge as on the other side of that like what better story of metamorphosis is there than that as its underlying theme right yeah yeah very much so very much so i feel you know for me burlesque is actually a very mystical undertaking you know and everybody comes into it with their own stories and their own histories. But mine was very much divinely led. And it has been a form of practice, you know, because you you mentioned um, uh, a little bit ago, you know, about confidence and faith. And the fact is, I had, I didn't have a whole lot of confidence, but I had faith that I was meant to be there. And it was the confidence that built over time. 
you know, okay, wait, back. I want to stop you there. Why? Mm-hmm. Why did you have that faith? How, what do you attribute that to? That is the single kind of driving question in my existence. Is why mm-hmm. me? Like, why did I have the confidence and the faith? Because I agree with you. The faith yeah. definitely led, you know, long yeah, before yeah, yeah, yeah. confidence came. I think confidence is sometimes based in understanding. And I did not have understanding most of the time. So do you have an answer for that for yourself? Because I haven't found one for me yet. <laughs> Maybe I can borrow yours. I mean- <laughs> For me, honestly, it was a body sensation. It was the sense of the first night that I got on stage and was born on stage as Legs Malone, I couldn't sleep that night because I felt that I had a floodlight inside of me. Literally every single one of my cells were doing the jitterbug and I, I, I couldn't sleep. And I, I don't even think I blinked. I mean, there was such a deep body knowledge of belonging. And my mind could not make sense of that. My mind was doing its best to be like, wait, what, what, huh? What's going on? What, mm-hmm. what? But it was scrambled because of the sheer amount of energy in my body. And deep down, just, I guess, instinctually, I knew that when I, that was the first time, one of the first times I can think of in my life where I had a full body yes meaning there was no doubt there mm-hmm. i had, didn't even think about doubt you know like right. there'd be like the little ghosts being like oh but what about da, da, da. and no mm-mm. like no good that doesn't fit yeah no. i can like, feel that so so the two things that i hear and this is for those of you who are puzzling through this for yourselves also the two components i hear that are very similar to my journey was the um the sensation just the full body awareness right and i could always mm-hmm. get that far with it to say okay that's how i knew but why did i know right mm-hmm. and but but the other component i hadn't taken a look at was the name right which we, we had teased so we're going to share your full name here in a second but there was a naming that occurred yes. and it made it easier for me to move away from the personhood I thought I was into this other role that I didn't think I was, but actually ended up being more who I was than the personhood that I thought I was. Mm, beautiful. Yeah, totally, totally. Which created the integrated self. Mm. So I can mm. see that. I'm going to, I'm going to really sit with it. See, I said I was going to borrow yours. All right, let's tell them your <laughs> full name. Let's hit them with it. I want, do you have, do you have like walk on music or something like that? Oh Lars? man. <laughs> I, 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 could, I could pull something up. <laughs> I one of my we, one of my could hum a few bars. Yeah. Da 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 da. There. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, my stage name now is Reverend Legs Malone. I started off oh. as Legs Malone, but I ended up getting ordained through the Universal Life Church back in 2016, and so I appended uh, Reverend. Oh, like for real? For yeah, real, straight Reverend. up. I have I have married couples. <laughs> that is a service I offer. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me it was some burlesque. No, 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 no. A lot of people think I think it is. You know, my tag because in burlesque um, we have taglines. It's like you know, like a one-line advertisement, and so my tagline was the girl with the 34 and a half inch inseam because that is the length of my inseam. And, you know, if anybody's ever watched the movie Gypsy, there's a great song in it that says you got to have a gimmick. And mm-hmm. so my gimmick, you know, and I was like, oh, okay, well, if I'm called Legs Malone, I might as well do something that, that is legs centric because I'm, t- I'm 5'11". Um, and I do proportionally have very long legs. And so I was like, 
cool. So I'm the girl with the 34 and a half inch in semen. So now I've renamed myself the minister with the 34 and a half inches. I love it. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> well, and I, I'm just dying laughing. I'm like, I'm like, I'm 5'11". I have a 34 and a half inch <gasps> in semen. And I'm like, do you? what is going on? I do. I, I'm very disproportionately late. So I know. I didn't know that was a trophy thing I could wave around. I'm going to do it. And, and Toast, wait, what, it. Would, wait, what were you calling it? What did you call it? What what is it? Our assets are the tagline. No, no, no. The consumer. Oh no, no. Before the break. Oh, 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 oh. Um, a commercially, a commercially available, or a commercially <laughs> attractive, commercially. Oh, rats! I uh, should have been taking. <laughs> I'm gonna them. go back and listen. <laughs> That's okay. We're recording it. Like a, <laughs> like a commercially viable, basically, but like, yeah, it's yep, e- easy to consume. Viable, I love it. Yep. That, yeah. So that, there you go. I'm going to start banking off the 34 inches. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to get a burlesque for that though. I don't know. Do that, it. For sure. That's a superpower for sure. It's, mm, oh, we mm. could do a routine. Oh we yes, we fun. could. All right. Yes, back could. on track. Okay. All means all folks. <laughs> and what I love that this is actually illustrating is yes, you can have that too, folks. I, I can't tell you how many conversations I have with people that are really deathly. And I know why it happens. It's in our collective collective. I'm, I'm not judging anybody because certainly I went through it too, but, but we have to be willing to set down the story that somehow doing the divine's work here, being on purpose means that we have to be sacrificial. One of the things that Anna said earlier, mm. I hope you caught it, was this self um, denial, like like the 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 keeping the self from the things that make life so incredibly delicious. Like, why would we do that? What is the point? If we really truly wanted to live in a in in a world where we don't have the richness of these experiences. We can just go back to oneness. Like it's not that difficult, but we're yeah. here. We have these things available to us. Yes, you get to dance around. Yes, you get to be sexy. Yes, you get to use what you've got, you know, you, you use what, what God gave you or whatever, whatever the phrases are. Yet, Yes, you get to reinterpret it and redesign it. The only prerequisite here, folks, is the divine just wants to be involved. It wants yeah. to inform things. It wants to be able to experience it through you as well. So, so why rob everybody of the experience? Um, and, and, and we, we have to be willing to rewrite that story. And so, Anna, to me, that's such a big aspect of what you represent to people. Why I love this concept of all means all. I mean, it means all folks, everything we get everything, but we have to be willing to give everything up in order to do that. And that means stripping it all away. It yep. just does. And, and, yeah. and playing and being willing to burlesque is play. It, it is teasing totally. in the, in the, totally. in the most sensual aspect and, and, and titillating, if I dare go there of, of how we, how we get to engage with each other and send, I mean, I mean, you want to talk about energy and what you're capable of, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of, kind of creating and manifesting in an environment and the magic that can happen in those spaces. Um, oh my gosh! Yes. You know, let's not limit ourselves just because it's difficult for us sometimes to find a place to to a box to put things in. Let let's mm-hmm. let's make new boxes or smash them all anyway. Like, what yeah. if we really do believe that the divine is present in all of it? Then then we have to look at play, and we have to look at sensuality, and we have to be willing to look at all of the things that that we want to say aren't divine. Mm-hmm. And, and and ask okay then why are they here you know what what purpose mm-hmm. could they serve and is there a way to uplift them into that divine aspect and for sure there always is 
Um, and, and I love what you do. I love who you are. I love, I love the fact that you're boldly standing up and saying, yes, um, I want it all and all means all. And, and, and I expect that from, from the world and, and the universe happily provides that to us when we're in alignment with it. What last mm-hmm. little tidbits do you want to leave people with who are, you know, a little nervous about the idea of maybe doing something as bold as burlesque and, and, and just want to dip their toe in? What, what, how can they get started in, in living a bigger existence for themselves? I love this question. So I'm going to, I am going to offer you two answers. Number one is the internal answer. Number two is the external answer. So the okay. internal answer, it simply begins with willingness. And that could even just be boiled down to a single word, which is yes. Is, that some, is this something you're willing to do? If yes, cool. And if it's like, uh, I, don't, uh, I don't know, cool, that's okay. That is a sacred navigation and negotiation. If, that, if this is something that is perking your ears up and going, and there's that little tiny voice inside going, wait, what? Huh? Huh? Wait, hold on. Wait, <laughs> stop the presses. What's going on here? I want to invite you to start playing with saying yes to that voice, whatever it is, whether it's to get up on stage or not whatever it is that is inside of you that you are willing to say yes to that is inside of your heart, that is the start of the journey, straight up. Now, the external answer to that question is that burlesque, you can learn almost everywhere, especially now, as since we are in a pandemic and everybody is going online. I, my schooling happened through the New York School of Burlesque, uh, which is run by an amazing woman named Joe Weldon. Uh, they they are now going online with classes, but it doesn't matter where you are in the world. You know there are lots of burlesque schools. I'm you know throughout America, throughout Europe. Um, I know of a Japan, really famous Japanese burlesque performer who teaches in Tokyo. So there, the the resources are there. I want to strongly recommend everybody. You know if you're not in New York City or nearby, um, to go online and just Google burlesque near me and notice what pops up. You know, especially there's more burlesque on the coasts than there is in the interior of our country. But that's even that there's tons in the middle of the country. There's an amazing scene in Chicago. There's incredible scenes throughout Texas, you know, St. Louis. There's there's so much going on everywhere in the south. I mean, it's it's phenomenal. So there's it's going to be in places you least expect. So if that's something that is interesting to you, that's where I would recommend starting mm-hmm. your journey. And if it's also interesting too, I do work with people one-on-one, especially folks who have had a history of not having particularly supportive relationships with themselves, who do need that deeper level of support to, and just really to have a hand held through that process because saying yes is bold. And it doesn't matter if your knees are knocking as you say it. What matters is that you say it and that you then start to play with it. Mm, beautiful. I appreciate that. And if, if they're interested in connecting with you, where can we send them? Oh, you can go to right to my website, which is legsmalone.com. Beautiful, beautiful folks. Take her up on that offer. Check it out. Just feel into it. it again, it, following our curiosities is part of the brilliance of this journey. And, and when we can do it with our eyes open and our minds open and our hearts open, we, we get to touch humanity and the divine in ways that we wouldn't be able to otherwise. So, so have courage in opening up to what's possible. And, and, and even if it's not in resonance, even if you, it doesn't feel like a good fit for you, appreciate and hold in gratitude the fact that there are others who are traversing those spaces. So we get to benefit from their journeys and get to glean off of them. And we, 
we, you know, it's a really beautiful space that, that, that we all get to play in together. Um, so keep that close to your heart as well. And thank you so much for, for having the courage to walk your walk and sharing it with others. And, and I'm sure there's been so many moments in this journey that it really didn't feel worth it. And, and it, just from our hearts to yours, you know, hear us say mm. it matters. Your courage matters and your presence and brilliance in the world matters. And, and we, for one, appreciate and honor that in you. Oh, thank you so much, Tonya. I'm I'm so grateful to you too for holding this amazing high vibe space for people to tap into. This work matters, period. Oh, so thank you. you so much. Beautiful. I appreciate that. It you know it doesn't matter how firm we are in our convictions and our faith. It, it really feels good to hear that. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And I, I know all of you. Uh, you know, I can't thank you all enough for sharing the network and telling people about it. I absolutely 100% believe that we can use all of these mechanisms for good. We can broadcast good into the world. We can choose to spread love instead of fear. We can find creative solutions. We can work together. It is both beneficial, fulfilling, profitable, all of those things, right? All means all. We truly can have it all. And Anna, you're such a the perfect embodiment of that. Folks, thank you for the loyalty. Share us out. Go to superpowerexperts.com. Sign up for the messages if you haven't already. And until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Folks, we love you all. Stay safe and healthy. Take care of each other. Bye-bye. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.